Hey, this is Gerds Handel, and welcome to the Inner Light Project. This show is for anyone who's wanting to lead a happier, healthier, and enlightened life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can shine your inner light. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Inner Light Project. My name is Gerds Hundle and today I have an amazing guest with me who is helping women to thrive within their lives and business. Elaine is an assertive business coach and helps women to step into their power and truth. She helps women of colour to get promoted and start up their own businesses. Elaine, it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show and thank you for joining us in the space here today. Yeah, I'm super excited and thank you so much for inviting me. We've had this interesting conversation back and forth a few times and I think it's really amazing that you know you were in politics and you you really took on your own journey to be your own boss. So I'd love you to share what your life was like before you became an assertive business coach. Yeah, so my life before being an assertive business coach, I've had over a decade of experience being a grassroots organizer and a nonprofit fundraiser throughout the country in the States. So I'm based in California. Um, And regardless of what industry, you go through struggles. So Mm -hmm. even though people see me within one year in business, I have over 20 clients, I also keep myself grounded and tell my clients and audience, I've also been fired three times, I've quit twice. So I am a woman of color. I am a child of an immigrant here in the States. I'm a first generation and just growing up, Culturally, I was taught you need to listen to what your father says, your <laughs> elders, and translating that, and I know you relate to this, Gertz, translating that into the workplace, um, that's what I thought I had to do. Just do whatever my boss told me to do and not say anything back. Um, and what I realized is that, no, actually, in this, in this new society and culture, it's actually they're hiring you to provide value and feedback. And that was something that took me a while to figure out and actually to stand up for my worth and how do you manage up. So I've been in situations where I was bullied by coworkers, even bullied by a boss who would yell at me in front of other colleagues and have been harassed. So while at the same time, I've successfully asked for raises. I jumped from 60 to 72 to 98K all in one year, even changing careers. And and even though I did have my dream job prior to starting my business, I was a fundraiser at a uni, what we call here community college. You guys call uni in the UK <laughs> or in Europe. Um, so I'm pretending to be like one of you, but I'm not. <laughs> By the way, I, I studied in Cambridge for a bit, just so you guys know. But when I was there, I loved it, but I always knew I was meant for more. And it was really scary because I just got my master's. And I, to be honest, I got my master's because my boss told me to get it. Now, she didn't force me to, but because I respect her, I love her. She's still a mentor to me to this day, even though I don't work there. She's like, you need a master's. So I got it. When I graduated, it hit me hard. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners feel this way where I'm like, I'm doing what everyone's told me to do. Uh, but I'm not doing what I want to do. So Mm. when I graduated my master's, and by the way, I was just 30K in debt from uni. I paid that off. I paid off grad school. And 
I was like, I'm going to start my business. And I just took a leap of faith. Um, and because of that, I, I had 7K in my bank, wiped it out and put 3K in my credit card to start working with mentors to help start my business. And I want to emphasize this for a lot of your listeners, especially people who are maybe working nine to five, maybe working nine to five and have their business is that that actually helps me stand out to have a full-time job and to be an assertive business coach. And that's why I'm focused on being an assertive business coach because I want to help more women of color just speak their voice, uh, whether it is in their nine-to-five job, in their business, or in their life. Amazing. And I just want to take it back a little bit because you were saying about how, you know, you didn't speak up and it's it's so it's so annoying, isn't it? Like there's so many women, they're so successful, they're powerhouse women, have so much to give in this world, yet in the workplace they're so afraid to speak up. They're so afraid to do the wrong thing. They're so afraid of just just afraid of everything within within the workplace, which is quite shocking when you think about it, right? It is. It's just, I mean, I was afraid. I remember being in these meetings uh, and I call it the triple threat. I was young, a minority, mm. a female. And I was in these meetings with men who were double my age and were Caucasian. And it's very intimidating. Like what value can I provide? And so I would just put my head down, take notes. And I thought that's how I provided value. But then I realized I started questioning things that they were doing where that doesn't sound right. I think we could do this and improve it. And that's when I started providing my own feedback where I'm like, I understand we are, you want to do this. Well, at the same time, I think we should do A, B, and C. What are your thoughts on this? And that's actually a great word to word script. I started using and what I did when I was training um, this corporation yesterday and they actually loved the feedback I provide. I'm like, Oh, they're listening to me. I'm not just getting paid to sit here from nine to five. They're actually listening to me. And, and it feels so empowering and great because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you should feel valued for the work you do, whether you do work nine to five or have a business. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well within the workplace, it's like I've been there as well, like yourself, you know, my story, Elaine, and like being as a journalist, you know, I was so like, like felt so powerful and like empowering people and just people in the workplace. But when it became about me speaking up, I, I encountered sexism, racist remarks, yeah. like, like yourself as well, because I was younger, they told me I needed to slow down. Um, they said that, you know, I was trying to aim too high. And it, when people do that, it's remembering that it, that the opinions that they have is act, they're, they're not your opinions, that's their opinions. You just need to keep shining your light and keep expressing the truth. Because the more we do this, more women will feel empowered to actually speak up and the easier it'll get for the next generation of women. Exactly. And, um, and I was just talking to you about this before our call, like you can't let other people's limiting beliefs affect you. And I say this because I just did a corporate training at universal music group and the presenter introduced me and was like, you know, like listed all my accolades and awards. And I just really humbled everyone and said, but I've been fired. I've quit. I've been harassed. Yeah. I've been bullied. Um, and actually a former boss told me I would never be a speaker and I'm here in front of you speaking today. And so I, I was just telling them that don't allow other people to dictate what you can or cannot do. That's actually up to you and your decision. Mm, absolutely. And you, like, like there's a lot of women who, um, 
don't speak their truth because of like you said like culture like we were both raised in cultures right where um we were people pleasers or we we followed what the elders said and just nodded and didn't really raise our voice and that's that's the most disservice we could do to ourselves and to the other person as well right it absolutely is and that that was difficult too i mean growing up i used to get into so many arguments with my dad <laughs> so many just because we just there was no right or wrong it wasn't like he was right I was right it was just the cultural differences yeah. uh, and I think that's the most important thing when it comes to communication is that it's a it's making sure you're understanding one another it's not about who's right or who's wrong mm. I mean for anyone that has had a relationship which should be everybody here in this <laughs> that's listening right now for those ha- that have been in romantic relationships do you realize like when you have serious conversations with your partner you know, and it's conflict, it actually brings you closer together because you're understanding mm. one another. Yeah. So you have to realize that that's also the same place in the workplace and in business as well. And I actually love conflicts because it gives you an opportunity to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a sign that, you know, you need to come out of that comfort zone as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my lovely, you know, it you, is. you've been on this journey, you know, you were in politics, you decided to set up your own business, you, you put a large lump sum of money towards your business. So how are you now helping women to speak up? It's interesting. I mean, I have two different types of clients. I have one where they're working nine to five and maybe they want to either get a raise, promotion or change industries. But it's really being assertive where it's talking to their boss about asking for a raise or, hey, I want to get your thoughts on getting more responsibility. So there's that one group. And the second group is, those women who want to start their own business. And what's interesting is working with them in terms of their confidence, especially women of color, because we grew up where you need to get a nine to five job because it's stable, right? Because (laughs) our parents and our grandparents didn't have stability. And that was their number one goal. Mm. And that was really hard for me to, to kind of get out of, but I realized that with every generation, there's a different struggle. Um, one of the quotes I've read is that our grandparents survive so that our parents could provide our parents provide Mm. so that we could thrive. And what's so beautiful about that quote is that it just shows how each generation has a different struggle aiming towards happiness And happiness could be different for anyone because, to be honest, I know a lot of, I have friends who are hitting six figures, right? And to other people, that's defined as happiness, but they hate their jobs. Mm. They absolutely hate their life. And I see other people who are maybe painters making 30K and they're the absolute happiest people in the world. And I think that's true happiness is to be doing what you're doing regardless of how much you're getting paid and loving it. Absolutely. I'm so glad you said that because it's so true. And it's it's interesting that, you know, women of colour in particular feel so guilty for doing what they love. Like they almost feel like either most of them will do it on the side and they'll hide it from their family or the others one will just go out and just do it regardless. And I just think that life is too short. You know, do what you love. Yes, your parents did sacrifice and do a lot for you. However... You can only show them like who you truly are is by doing what you love. And that in turn, they will love that too, because they'll see how much it means to you and how much it makes you happy. Exactly. When I started my business, my parents totally did not approve of it. 
They're like, you have a great government job, you have pension, you get paid well, you have a boss, a great boss, who I consider a mentor and still is a friend to this day, and a great team and my own office. I had everything I wanted. Like, mm-hmm. I had jobs I hated that I left to get the job I had at that time, but I still wanted more. Um, and when I told my mom, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people could relate, where I want to start my own business, I want to help others, and I just invested 10K, I wiped <laughs> out my savings, put it into a credit card, and she looked at me, and for any mothers out there, you understand, so I knew it, it wasn't that she didn't believe in me, she just wanted to protect me, like any parents, right? Mm. Anything that seems foreign to their child, they will protect you. So my mom told me that she said, I don't want you to do this if you just want to show off uh-huh. or you're trying to, um, you know, or you just want to take care of us. Hmm. And I knew it came from a good heart and a good place, right? Mm. It wasn't like she was jealous or anything. And I told her, mom, I can't describe it, but I need to do this. Mm. Like when I die, I will regret it. And that happened last June. And so, sorry, not this past June, but last year. And then what happened back in February, when we went back to my parents' home country in the Philippines, my mom took me aside and it was, oh my God, it was so beautiful. I don't even think I told you the skirts, but my mom told me, Elaine, uh, you, I didn't know how to create my dream life or business, but you're finishing my dreams for me. Oh, oh. Oh, and I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> actually, I'm like tearing up. So I'm so glad there's no video right now. And, oh. and it was just so beautiful mm. to hear that. And, and that was one situation. I remember another situation in GERDS and anyone that's an entrepreneur could relate to this, but I was deep in the hole a couple of months ago in my business. And I called my dad who completely did not want me to have my business. And I was like, dad, I wasn't asking him for money. I was like, dad, I just don't know what to do. I kind of want to quit. And then he looked at me. He's like, how much are you in debt? And then I told him and he's, and he said, Elaine, you know that we're half a million dollars in debt. I'm like, what? What? He's like, yeah. He's like, we own a house. Um, And he's like, and a lot of people own homes and they're in reality in debt. mm. And people that drive cars, they're in 30 K 50 K 60 K in debt. So what you have right now, it's not a physical thing. It's actually an investment to your future. And I'm like, wow. Oh my God. Thank you. And it wasn't, I mean, I could probably rationalize it, but for my father to say that for my mother to say that I'm like, whoa. And, and what I, the reason why I share these stories is that a lot of women of color, and I'm sure you felt the same way when you started, don't want to do it because they're scared of what their family or their friends are going to say. And I will say they won't say the things you're going to want to hear them say, but when you do it and as it takes time and you have success, they will actually be inspired by you where I actually have clients who are old high school and college friends now because they've been following my journey and they want the same for themselves too. I'm so glad you said that because it's so, it's, it's so true that the first step is always going to be the hardest, right? And it's always going to be the one that's, we're questioning ourselves and doubting ourselves. But really, like you said, once we start that journey, others around us, they're probably watching us, they're probably not even liking our um, pictures, right? But they're watching every move and that's actually inspiring them to follow their dream. And several months later, they actually start following their dream because they've seen that you've achieved it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I even have old, well, you guys call it uni. So uni, college (laughs) friends, whatever country you're from. Um, 
I had an old friend who just messaged me, not a client, and said, Elaine, I've been watching your Facebook videos. I left the job I hated because I was watching your videos. And that meant the world to me. I don't really care that I didn't get money from her, right? Like, actually knowing that a friend that I knew back in my day, in my youth, actually changed because she was watching my videos was so inspirational to me. Mm. Just had a thought. To continue to keep going. Mm. But go ahead. So why do you think that women are so afraid to be assertive? They're scared of rejection. I think also, I think a big thing has to do with the society we grew up in, right? Mm. It's regardless of what race you are, it's we're there to serve, right? So put our family first. Um, If a friend calls us and they're into car trouble, we have to go pick them up. If you put your career first, you're being really selfish. If you put yourself first, you're being really selfish. I really think it's how we grew up, but I realize in my own life as I continue to have other people just use me, and I'm not saying they're doing it intentionally, but not even for me being assertive and creating boundaries, mm. it takes out energy from me yeah. and it doesn't serve me and make me happy. And, and I say this all because I was that person where my friends called me, they needed something, I would be there even though I had other things I needed to do, where it actually affected even my health as well. Wow. Yeah, you have to be careful because, and I, and I relate with this with yourself, Elaine, as well. Like I, I was the one that was on the phone till like 3 a.m. in the morning listening to friends' problems because that's what girls did. I guess we were almost like we, we were, we needed to save others, but really we needed to save ourselves. And it was only when we we had that awareness, like the assertiveness, to actually realize, actually, we can't carry on this way because actually we will end up harming ourselves. And I'll be honest, I'm pretty sure you felt the same way, but it's like, oh, wow, this person really needs me, right? (laughs) And what's really cool, though, is that when you and I reflect on it, it it actually has what led us to our businesses now. Because now I get paid to help people in their businesses and you get paid to help other women as well in their lives but before it wasn't getting paid and it was friends and I mean how many of you have felt frustrated where you're giving friend advice of a boyfriend issue or a job (laughs) issue but they do nothing about it Mm. and it's like oh they're gonna call me again for another two hours or three (laughs) hours or whatever it is yeah but I guess that's us building up the experience that we you know we were talking about you know um degrees and stuff we've been building up that experience for like over a decade And, and I will, I I want to emphasize this with anyone that wants to start a business where it's like, I have no experience. I've been working a nine to five for X years. It's like, actually you have a shit ton of experiences (laughs) because you didn't go full time into a business. Like, for example, I could say I'm a service coach. I could go do corporate trainings because I used to work nine to five because at the end of the day, let's say you get into a misunderstanding with a colleague, you see them the next day, you have to work with them. Right. Mm. And it's how you communicate with them. Um, and I'm pretty sure you feel the same way too, Gertz, like in the online space or having a business, it's easy to hide from people. Right. Mm. So people will be behind a computer screen. They will explain what they're frustrated in an email or a Facebook <laughs> messenger. But that that shit doesn't happen in a nine to five. Like if there's conflict, I will go to your office and talk to you about it. Like, hey, can you help me understand what you're frustrated about or get on the phone? Mm. Um 
that's a huge thing that I've seen the difference in terms of nine to five versus working full time into my business while at the same time having the experience working in my different industries has helped me in my own business because it it has been really focused on relationships as a grassroots organizer I was door knocking as a fundraiser I was meeting people for coffee it wasn't just is this a sale it was really getting to listen to people. And I think a lot of people forget that, especially in this online space where you see so much transaction selling, right? Yeah. And I think it's so important to know that everything you've done up until this point in your life, that is all experience. You may not see it right now, guys. Like That's experience that's building you up into the person you are today. Yeah, and even personal like, I want to share this um, situation. A client of mine went through a really nasty divorce, mm-hmm. and now she is, she has a business. I mean, I'm not going to give too much details. Yeah. With a business partner where it's not going well, but she even told me because she went through a nasty divorce, she knows how to deal with her business partner mm-hmm. because she went through that. So the reason why I explain this is it's not just your work experience that helps you, but a lot of your personal experience as well. Mm, absolutely because it all blends into into both worlds doesn't it it does so I I'm always I'm, I always joke around and I say I'm so grateful for getting fired I'm so grateful <laughs> for all of my exes because it's led me to my life now <laughs> yeah it's so true and I think it's I don't, I don't know about you but I always feel grateful for all of the things that happened yes I, I not in the moment. In the yeah. moment, I'm just cursing <laughs> up a storm, and I want to kill someone. Like to to say that. I mean, it's interesting. People say, "Elaine, you're so positive." Like, yeah, but that's because time has healed from that moment to where I am now. You know, mm. at that moment, I want to kill or strangle that person. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's it's learning through those experiences that you needed to learn. Like that, that person came into your life for a reason to teach. It's like I see. It's like a lesson. Or, or a blessing so we've got to learn something from that person sometimes it's the stuff like we really don't want to learn right like it's like the horrible stuff but in those moments we learn who we truly are and that's where we start to build up our boundaries and know and almost have more respect for ourselves yeah it is it's, it's definitely like having more respect for ourselves and it's just like it just gets really frustrating when you don't feel heard right Mm. and you know you provide value and I think that's why I've quit twice you know or have left my jobs and you know have my own business because if I don't get treated valued or respected I will leave yeah I mean there's been so many times I have done it with no savings or Mm. being negative in my bank account but I just knew that I could find it if I was given the right steps and strategies I just, I say this all because, I mean, Gerds, you're the same way. You've shared your personal story with me as well, is that what I want to do, and I know for you, I want to be a beacon of hope or light for anyone that's struggling right now Mm. because you and I have been able to get out of it. And because we have been able to do it, we want others to know they could do it too. Like we want other women to join us as well. Yeah, but you don't have to put up with the shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't need to put up with things like if someone's treating you badly you don't need to put put up with that if you hate the job you're doing right now you don't need to put up with that if there's something in life that's upsetting you or, or hurting you pay attention to why that's happening and you know don't put up with these things like you know you have one life you you have a gift in this world share it like elaine and i <sighs> we, we chose to go on this journey and we were you know we didn't even know what was going to happen right we were like oh no what are we doing but we we trusted in that process and that process led us up to where we are now that we can now empower others to do the same and I also want to add this I don't I don't know if you've heard this words from other women but you know when they hate their job or hate their boyfriend I hear this well I'm just so grateful that I have a 401k or, I'm so grateful. <laughs> and it's like you're making excuses yes. it's not gratitude you're practicing right now you're actually making excuses for you to stay in the situation that's making you unhappy right now Yes, and staying in those comfortable situations is not going to help you and it's not going to benefit the other people around you. It's just going to make you ill, tired, fatigued, and just confused. Yeah, like I, I want to, you know, share a story that maybe anyone could relate to who are workaholics. Um, I mean, I work a lot in my business, but this was at a time I was working at a job that I hated and it was a family party. I was working and my little brother, my baby brother, he's not a baby, he's 26, <laughs> but at the time he was 21 and he looked at me, do you always have to work? And oh. I don't know why, because he is my baby brother, right? Mm. It really sparked up for me and I just started breaking down crying because oh. then, because he was telling me what my subconscious has been asking me, mm. you know, like, do I have to work all the time at a job I hate? And that's why I broke down crying because I was so unhappy. And and I was also realizing I hated who I was around the people I loved because I was unhappy with my job, right? Mm. Like I was really short with my parents whenever I saw them. Mm. I would tell my friends, I can't see you. I'm working. Um, I missed out on mm. birthday parties. I'm like, is, this is not making me happy. Like my whole life, I, I felt like I was a hamster wheel with no purpose mm. and yeah I just I want to share that <laughs> I don't know what my purpose was I think it was more of sharing it just because ladies I know there's people listening and I Gerds and I have been there and you could definitely get out of it like stop making excuses for yourself yeah. and actually start talking to people who have left exactly whether it's mere Gerds or a friend I think that's just really important have the courage. I think that's what the key is, isn't it, Elaine? Having the courage to 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 speak up and say enough is enough and I'm, I want to take my power back and I want to be in my own power because we have the ability to do all of this. You know, you have the ability, whatever that dream career that you're looking or wherever that dream location you want to live, you can create that. It's about you getting out of those, like you said, fear-based mindset and, you know, just staying comfortable because the moment you start to become uncomfortable is the moment you grow. Oh, we have a break now. We'll be back with Elaine after this break. Want to earn more cash, work from home, and have free time to do the things that you love? Then join Match Betting. Tom Portlet began learning match betting after he was tired of working a full-time job that was no longer serving him. He now works with Team Profits and helps others to make an extra income on the side so they have more free time to do the things that they love. Hey Gerds, thank you for having me on. It's uh, an absolute pleasure as well. 
Oh, thank you for just being here because your journey really interests me and where you've been and what your life was like before you've been on this journey. So could you tell the listeners what your life was like before you joined Match Betting? Yes, definitely. So I was just like a typical student, I guess. I uh, graduated sixth form with A-levels. I went to college. Um, I didn't go to university. I actually fell into the trap of getting a full-time job that I guess wasn't really going anywhere. And, uh, you know, from being a student to not having money to then obviously getting a job and getting paid, you know, it's brilliant. You, you see your payslips or whatever, but then it's just so easy to fall into the trap and just, you know, stay in a job that you don't think is going anywhere. And I was just really, really unhappy with it. So that's when I found out about match betting and uh, just for a stroke of luck, a friend told me. And then obviously I, I ended up doing it and eventually I quit my job and uh, never looked back since. But yeah, before that, I didn't really see anything going anywhere. It was just a, just a working boy, I guess. <laughs> wow. So match betting, how um, how's it changed your life? I guess it's made me a lot less, uh, I've, ha- I've got a lot less stress now. Um, most people worry about money. I know money doesn't doesn't bring happiness, so to speak, but you do kind of need it to get by, don't you? Like you have to pay your rent and bills and things like that. And um, yeah, I was just always worried about that, um, not really saving anything. And then when I did match betting, I actually worked full time alongside it. So I was working my 40 hour a week job and I was doing match betting on the side. And it got to the point where um, me and my girlfriends, we were both fed up with our jobs. We just one day just decided to quit. <laughs> So we just quit our jobs. Uh, it was the 23rd of December 2015, I think it was. And uh, we just literally, sorry, 2014. Yeah, we just literally up to quit our jobs. And so she went on and did her thing. And I went on and started match betting. And I was doing it full time uh, ever since. So it changed my life massively because I went from, you know, working Monday to Friday, nine till five, to now having so much free time. Like I could go meet her on a lunch break. We could go on nice holidays together. We could go traveling and explore, you know, different places. And we didn't have anybody to, like, answer to, I guess. Like, we were we were our own bosses. And just the freedom of it was massive. So, yeah, it changed my life massively. And obviously now I'm, I'm helping a team profit as well. So I'm helping other people uh, do match betting. And I, I wouldn't say to them, quit their jobs. But obviously, <laughs> it's a nice little learner on the sides. And for a lot of people that don't have much money, you know, you can now have that little bit extra that will, you know, allow you to do things that you want to do. But from from my perspective, it changed my life massively. Like, it just freed up so much time. And I think time is extremely valuable. If you're working, you know, burning the candle at both ends and working all week, and, you know, time is just going to go, isn't it? But obviously, mm-hmm. if you're um, if you're match betting, whatever, you have a little bit of money that, you know, you don't have to work as much. And then you can spend time with your family, your friends, you know, the things that actually matter in life. And, uh, yeah, that's what it did for me. It was great. Wow. And so what were you doing before match betting? Before match betting, I was working, um, it was actually Domino's Pizza. So <laughs> I used to use that to fund my college travel. Um, I was like a delivery driver. And then when I finished uh, college, I literally just fell into the trap. It was, you know, I went from earning maybe £200 a month, obviously, when I was at college part-time, mm-hmm. to earning like £1,000 and more. And I was like, wow, this is a lot of money, which, you know, it is. But for a full-time job, you you know, it wasn't really going anywhere. And um, yeah, so I was doing that. And then obviously I started match betting and then I saw like the potential of that and I ended up just quitting. But yeah, that's what I was doing before. I um, I even got offered like the role of being a manager, but then I just couldn't see any progression in it. It wasn't really the career that I wanted, I guess. And all the studying I did prior to that. And so uh, match betting, I guess, bailed me out of that. 
<laughs> so can you tell us what the benefits are of match betting? Of course. Um, I mean, the benefits of match betting in general, it's just extra money and it just reduces some of the pressures um, in real life. So if you're, if you're worried about paying your car insurance or your rent, you're going to be short of your rent each month. Uh, this is like a little booster. I mean, it's never always guaranteed profit. So we always say uh, keep it as like a little side income. So I wouldn't rely fully on match betting. However, you can just make a little bit extra each week, each day, each month. And yeah, it's just a great thing to do for like anything that you wouldn't normally do. Like we had a lady before, she was a bit lonely. Um, I think I mentioned it to you previously. She bought a dog to like keep her company. She calls it her little match betting dog. And we've got so many heartwarming stories like that. Um, we've got people that have gone on family holidays that would never have been able to afford to take all of their family on holiday before. And like, yeah, it's just great to see that. We've got people saving up for houses, people buying new cars. Like the list just goes on and on. We've got a whole list of like posts that people have made in our Facebook group that is all through match betting. Like they benefited massively from it. So it's just genuinely like extra money and just things you wouldn't normally be able to do. And then there's like the independence aspect of it. So as I said, me and my girlfriends, we were able to go away, do whatever we wanted, when we wanted. Um, We've got a lot of mums that do it with us in our group. And one of the people that works with us is actually a mum as well. She does some work for us. And, you know, you can just look after your baby at home and still earn a decent amount of money to provide, essentially. It's just the freedom aspect of it as well. So I guess the two main things are like extra money and freedom, which if you're saving people money and saving people time, you know, that's that's two of the biggest things you, you need, really, I guess, at this moment in time. So what makes Team Profit different to other money-making schemes? I think team profit, well, I think firstly, match betting um, is arguably the best way to make money online. So match betting and other money-making schemes, I think match betting is just just far better in terms of how good it actually is and how much you can make and uh, just like the freedom alongside it. But with team profits, obviously we teach match betting. So what makes us different than others is the fact that we're free so we are completely free. We don't charge people a penny for any of our services. Um, we've got like a one-to-one chat, so you can literally talk to us via Skype or telephone or however you want if you had any questions. We've got a live chat. We've got videos on YouTube, so many guides, and all of this comes at a price tag of absolutely nothing. Like We're just trying to help people out. And then also, um, we're just the largest free community. If you go to our Facebook group, there's over 10,000 members in there, and no other group's got that. No one that's like free has got that. You have to normally pay for that kind of um, thing with match betting, but we're free and it's just a massive community. Everyone helps each other out. So I guess that's what separates us from everything else. And then like match betting and other money-making schemes, it's just how much you can make and like the time as well, because it's just such like an easy an easy moneymaker. And I think you just have to check it out to see it. So if somebody is interested in match betting, what would you say to them? I'd simply say go and do it. (laughs) Uh, It's probably the best thing. Well, no, it probably is the best decision I've ever made in my life. Uh, That's a big call to say as well, just genuinely because how much it's helped. And after joining Team Profit and working for those, uh, for them, just seeing the effects it has on people. So as I just mentioned, like the whole independence thing and a lady with a dog and the family holidays, it helps out so many people in so many different ways. And like normally if you think of betting websites and stuff, you think of them taking money off people and things like that. But this is like what we're doing is quite the opposite. And it's just such a great way to, to just help people out. 
So I would just say go and do it. So where can my listeners find you? So me and Team Profit in particular, if you just go on to uh, Facebook and type in Matched Betting, uh, we're normally the first group that comes up. So it's Match Betting Free with Team Profit. That's probably the best way because there's 10,000 members in the in the group. It's like the largest uh, free community online. You can also go to our website, uh, teamprofit.com. And you can also look us up on YouTube as well. We've got a YouTube channel, Team Profit, um, where we started putting some videos and things. So you can just find us on either of those mediums. And if you wanted to speak to us as, as well, we've got like a email. We've got a live chat in the daytime. And if you just hop onto Facebook and join the group, you'll see myself and a few of the other like moderators and admins. You can just drop us a message if you wanted to ask any questions or just help and guidance. And we're happy to, you know, get you started. And what shines your inner light? What shines my inner light? Um, oof, that's, a, that's a tough one. I think just making people happy and making the whole world a better place. I mean, it's such a cliche to say, but you should always leave the earth in a better way than when you joined it. And I do actually sort of believe in that. Um, so through, you know, working with Team Profit and helping other people, it, you know, I guess that shines me in a light. It's, it's just such a nice feeling and a warm feeling inside as well. And kind of doing good, aren't you? I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Tom, for being on the show. And thank you for shining your light and helping so many other people out there to, to really be financially independent and actually take their power back in how they live their lives. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. And I hope some people do actually take action and, and find it enjoyable and, and good. Welcome back, everyone. Before the break, we were talking about how it's so important to to fail in order to succeed. <gasps> how many times goes in your business? Oh my <laughs> like interview with you. Where it's like, I don't want to do this. Yes. I don't want to make this investment. <laughs> and you just close your eyes, you swipe the credit card, you do it. Yeah. And then it actually works out yeah. really well. Oh my God, I remember the first time I, I, I handed over money to a mentor and I, I was so scared. I was like, what am I doing? Like, And it all worked out and it was the right thing to do. And then the next person and the next person, and they taught me everything I needed to know. And I, I think it's key that you need to remember that there's people there who are out there to support you and guide you and help you. You know, you don't need to be in this alone because I feel a lot of business, women in particular within business, they want to do everything alone. And it doesn't work. Yes. It doesn't work well, I, does I, it? I want to talk about that. Um, I hear this a lot. And I'm pretty sure you hear this as well. I hear it from, um, whether it's business or even personal life, I hear this damn excuse from women. <laughs> I, I could just figure it out on my own. I'm like, really? How's no. that been working for you for the past? How old are you? 28 years. How has it been working for you? Clearly it's not, <laughs> right? And... And I get really frustrated. I'm sure you've heard these critiques as well from people you know in your personal life. It's like, why would you spend so much money on a mentor? So whether it's a coach or whether it's a therapist, my this is my response. Well, Olympic athletes, you know, the people that get gold medals and a shit ton of money have coaches. Mm. Um, and even high-performing leaders mm. like Obama or Oprah, they have mentors. Yeah. So... If those are people that I strive to be, right, to be living in their purpose, like I don't want to be the next Oprah or Obama, like I want to be the, the first Elaine, right? Mm. Then I'm going to do what they're doing. And and it's the same thing, or it doesn't even have to be, let's say, business. Maybe you're going through something really personal and you need a therapist. And I see a lot of people are so yeah. anti-therapist and I've, I've gone through therapy. Mm. I'm like, 
obviously the shit you're doing, like drinking away your problems is not working. <laughs> so why don't you work with an expert? Mm-hmm. So it really frustrates me. And I think it's because we grew up, like I said, as females, oh, I don't want to be a burden and ask this person for help. Yeah. That's usually the number one, right? It's like, oh, I'm having car problems. So you know what? Let me figure out how to do it on my own. Or let me figure out how to do this. And it's like, like the other day I was, I like, I just moved. Right. And instead of yeah. Googling the answer of how to change my business address, I just called my tax accountant. Hey, how do you do it? You mm. do this. It took me one minute instead of two hours of Googling it, you know? <laughs> it's so true. And I just want to say that, you know, you were talking about therapists. Like I, when I went through my own journey, I never had a therapist. And I'll tell you guys out there, that is why I do what I do now with my clients. Because if I'd known better earlier, I would have gone and got help. And said I had to learn the hard way and spend years of figuring things out and years of going up and down like a yo-yo and doing the inner work to to realize what works and what doesn't work. And it's so it's so true what you're saying, Elaine. Like you know, you can get somebody who can help you figure it out in a week or even three weeks or even eight eight months. It's better than eight years of your life, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I I can't emphasize that enough. And and also, what I love about therapy or just hiring someone, it's like. You're not putting, if, if your thing is that you don't want to be a burden to your friends, do you know how much of a burden it is to continue to complain about the job you've hated for eight years yeah. or the man you're with for the past eight years? And then yeah. you're paying someone instead to hear all your issues mm. and they're not your mom. They're not your best friend. I just think it's a better solution. Um, yeah. So I, I am just all for it. Like I, I've invested not just in my business, but in my personal life because I can't do this alone. And maybe you can invest. Maybe it's talking to a friend in terms of like, how did you lose five pounds, right? So whatever thing you want, or how did you start your business? I would love to know. Because I, in this very internet age, people think they could Google it when (laughs) reality is, is that we're humans, we're social humans. You should be talking to others and asking how they've done it. Yeah. There's a saying, we rise by lifting each other up. And I, yeah. and I believe that. And especially as women, we need to rise up more than ever because we've been taught from a young age from just men within the world that, you know, we need to compete against each other and that's what happens in the working place. And, you know, it's always about who can get on top of another person and be the best. And it's, 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 it's actually a disservice. Whereas when you're working together as women and you're uniting as women, there's so much you can create in the world. There's so much you can do in the world and so much you can help one another as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just, stop putting yourself down. <laughs> right? And I'll be honest, I didn't really get along with women before. I just, because mm. I just used to work with men. I love how direct they are. Uh, maybe that's why I'm an assertiveness coach. They are. I mean, if anyone is working, have you noticed that men, they'll have a meeting right before lunch. They're in a disagreement, not a fight. There's a difference, right? Mm. They're in a disagreement. They don't agree in something. And then they have lunch together right after. That is so and true. And they still respect one another. Mm. Yet with women, it's like there's a disagreement before lunch, then they don't have lunch the next, like, an hour later. <laughs> like, <laughs> ladies, it's it's setting those boundaries. And mm. I don't know. It's just, it's really fascinating. <laughs> I think it's just that competition that's been created from a long time. And it's just realizing that we're all powerhouse women and we have we all have something to give whether it's an office whether it's in a business whether it's just in our daily lives we all have something to share we all have you know unique stories that can help one another and it's just remembering that and 
instead of judgment it's just being there for each other I guess it definitely is and I wouldn't I mean minus my mentors like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't the support for other women I mean, I have friends around the world, including you, Gerds, that I could just talk to. And it doesn't have to just be, hey, help me make X money. It's more like, you know what? I've had it. You and I were just talking about it. I've had a shitty week. I haven't made any sales. (laughs) Um, But it wasn't more of a give me strategy. It's more of a, I just need to complain about this. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) And there's always like a solution that comes out of it at the end. And we're like, oh, okay. it's just more of like you're not alone yeah. right I think a lot of us women we think whatever issue we're going through it's like oh I'm just making it a bigger deal than it is it's just me and it's like no hun are you kidding me there's billions of people in this world they probably have gone through the same thing you have mm. and we could help one another going through those issues absolutely yeah that's so true wow so my dear, you know I want to take it a little bit more forward now because you know, you, you, you're helping women to, you know, be assertive in their business or within the workplace. So how are you helping them through your coaching course? Yes. So how I help them, I kind of just break it down with them. I have different programs. I have a three month, a six month or working one-on-one, but really the first thing is like, what are your goals, right? What is really blocking you? from hitting those goals. So if it's in career, it's like, well, I want to get a raise or a promotion, then it's working towards that. And what's really interesting is helping those women. It's the confidence actually. And, Mm. and I'm pretty sure you see this too, Gerds. It's actually mindset first. So like I tell my clients this all the time, I could teach you the steps and strategies, but if you don't have a strong mindset, you're not going to get it done. Mm. That's just not going to happen. Or for women that want to start their own business, same thing. It's like making sure they have a strong mindset that they want to do this and then showing the steps and strategies. And I have a very in-person approach about it um, because I've gone through it. So maybe it's transitioning into a career. So it's talking to other people in different industries or that one industry you want to go to and asking them questions, meeting up with them. Like Mm -hmm. I can't emphasize this enough. You want to save time in terms of, do I want to be a therapist or do I want to be a lawyer? Or do I want to start my own business? Talk to people that are in the situations and ask them questions. Mm. So I have them do target market research and not just a type form or a Google form, but actually talk to them on the phone or in person Mm. and ask them, what are your top three challenges when it comes to being a lawyer or in starting a business? You know, what supporting guidance do you wish you have? What do you like about it? Do you know anyone else I could talk to? So it's really starting to talk to people. And then after they've talked to enough people, then it's narrowing down in terms of what is their next step. Is it getting a promotion? Is it starting a business? And then creating a step and strategy and plan towards that. That is focused on the people that they have talked to. So if it's business, it's focused on the clients they're working with. And if it's in the career, focused on making sure they're expanding their network with people they want to talk to. So it's very hands-on. Mm, I love it. I think it's so powerful and it's it really gets them to really figure out what they're here to do in this world and what what they're passionate about. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure everyone could relate to this. Like you realize when you get through a little issue or problem at work or maybe it's your partner and you're talking to a friend and you realize with that friend, "Oh my god, I should do this." Like, "Thank you so much." And your friend's like, "I said nothing. You said it." <laughs> Um, and the reason why I say that is because the more you verbally talk about it 
and you're connecting with real humans, mm. uh, the more your brain will actually configure what's best for you yeah. because you're hearing it from real life experiences of other people. Mm. Like Google can't really share that with you. And remember, <laughs> it's not about what's right or wrong. It's what's best for you. I, you're making me laugh about the Google thing because you just reminded me of something at university. So my first year at uni, um, one of my lecturers, he, w- he would say to us, Google is not God. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I was at the doctor the other day and he was all like, did you? And I was like, I think I have this. He's like, did Dr. Google tell you that? <laughs> so doctors like get really frustrated because they know their patients just use Dr. Google to search what they think they have. Yeah, we've got to remember that human connections are more powerful than just watching, looking at a screen or watching what what is said on there, because that's not really going to benefit you. It's actually really having that one on connection with somebody that can help guide you and nurture you. So yeah, literally go talk to people, guys. And if they reject you, then they're not, then fine, move on. (laughs) Yeah, and there's no, there's no, like, the key to any success is you have to fail in the beginning. That is natural, like without failure you, you can't grow a business or can't grow. I fail all the time like I want to quit at least once a week it's just it's a part of life and yeah. to be honest the reason why I continue to move forward is because I would rather fail and learn rather than live a life of regret mm, that's so true yeah so my dear oh wow it, we're coming towards the end of the show it's gone so quick already I didn't even realize <laughs> I've got a few more questions for you, my lovely. Um, Yes. What are your five top tips for someone who's afraid to start their business? Five top tips if they're afraid. Number one, know your why. Like, why are you doing this? And I'll be honest, if it's just for money, you're not going to last long. I'm just being completely honest. You're not. It needs to be more than that. So for me, it's, it's my family. I mean, sure, they didn't approve me, but it's I've seen them sacrifice so much so that me and my brothers could have the life we have, like have a bed, have food, right? That is actually luxury than compared to what they grew up to. But because they didn't have their dream job or business, like I have to do it. You know, there's no excuses. So what is your why, number one? Um, number two is like what Gerds and I were talking about throughout this whole podcast interview is go talk to people who are doing it, they don't necessarily have to have the same business, right? So maybe you want to be a personal trainer and you have a friend who does real estate. That's completely fine because in business, it's actually having the mindset. So go talk to them, ask them how they've done it, what has been their biggest challenges, if they could be there just for support, like emotional support. Number two, number three is, I mean, Gerds and I have invested so much, but get a mentor. mentor for you so don't just get any mentor right or who you think the best is you have to get the right mentor for you and sure it's a lot of money but getting a mentor actually saves you a lot of money and time and I can tell a difference with entrepreneurs that I've met and girls I'm pretty sure you feel the same way of who's being mentored and who's not yeah, I'm just going to add that as well, like, look at their success stories. That's when you know if they're successful or not, the coaches, because there's a lot of people calling themselves coaches. But if there's no success stories, or the people that they've been working haven't gone to the next level, then I would question that as well. Yeah, and what, what Gerds is explaining success stories, it's not just a success story of the mentor, yeah. but their client success. Yes, yeah. 
So I would actually ask that. Um, oh, four is success is not just defined by the amount of money you're hitting in the bank account or, you know, being featured in Forbes or all of that stuff. I actually firmly believe in business success is defined by what you do. Like, how do you get yourself back up when it gets really hard? Mm. There's been so many times, there's been so many hard times in my business. Mm. Um, I know there will be continuing moving forward in terms of situations, issues, conflicts, and it's how you deal with those issues and conflicts that will actually determine your success. Mm. One more, Malibu. <laughs> um, five, make sure listening, listen to your intuition, your internal GPS, mm. regardless of what other people say, including your mentor or other people. Mm. Um, because like this past week I was thinking, Oh, I need to do this for something specific, but I was told by experts, no, you need to do it this way. So I listened to them because they're experts and it didn't go well. But I knew in my intuition that if we did it my way, it was going to. So your intuition just knows her shit. I don't know if you've seen that quote. <laughs> and that there's no right or wrong way. It's what's right for you, right? Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, Gerds, your business model is not going to work for me because that fits <laughs> you perfectly. But my business model works for me. Yeah. It just won't work for you. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to really, it's got to be catered towards you because you are only you right there's only one of you in the world and not everybody thinks the same so it has to be like exactly so true that you said that actually Elaine that if something doesn't feel right you've got to trust your gut like no matter what and like listen to what everyone else is saying but tweak it in your own way right yeah exactly and I'm so mad I didn't listen to my intuition but <laughs> it taught me a good lesson to fucking listen to it yeah yeah it's so true <laughs> Oh, thank you for those five top tips. They were really good. And I think, like, guys out there, if you're, if you're wanting to set up a business, talk to Elaine because she knows what she's doing. She knows she's been through it and she's she's come out of the other side. So it's so important to get somebody who can help guide and nurture you. Um, and I'll be, I'll be sharing her details later on at the end of the show. Um, I have one more question, my lovely. What shines your inner light? Ah, uh, that is a good question. Um, I think you would appreciate this because, you know, you're an empath yourself. And I didn't realize this being in my business, but it's my ancestors. I, I, I can't even feel in this call. Oh my God, I'm going to get emotional, but, but it's them. It's my family. Mm. That's my inner light. So when it gets really hard, I keep going because I could feel them cheering me on. Mm. Yeah. Oh God, I've got or you, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you could feel the chills right now too. Cause I'm literally crying right now as I say oh. this. <laughs> oh. Um, and I want to say this because, um, just recently and for anyone that's an immigrant, you would understand, but my mom has been separated from her siblings for 20 years from Philippines. Mm. Um, she's here in the States. She got her citizenship because she married my father. And so they were just reunited two weeks ago. The week prior to that, it was my mom's dad. So my grandpa, it was his death anniversary. And I saw the post of my cousin posting like, oh, a happy death anniversary to Papang. And I literally felt him, right? This was like a week before his kids were going to immigrate to America. 
Mm-hmm. And I just felt his presence. And I was like, oh, my God, he's so proud that his whole family is going to be reunited. Um, and I called my mom. <laughs> I was like, why are you crying? What's wrong? What happened? I was like, no, I could feel your dad right now. And he just wants <laughs> me to tell you how proud he is of you. He's like, how can you do How can you feel him? How do you know that? And I'm like, mom, d- stop asking the questions. Just take it in. <laughs> and then she just started crying. And when I saw them at LAX or LA airport being reunited, it was just such a beautiful feeling. So my inner light is, is them. And I'm doing this because it's more than me, right? Mm. Like I'm not doing this business for fame Mm. or income. I firmly believe that when you focus on impact and influence to your community and your clients, income becomes a positive side effect. Yeah. Did I make you cry? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I could feel the tears and I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> it's so true. Family is the key. And, I, and, I, and, and I, I'm grateful that you said that because it is. And it's, it's who what made us as well, right? So it's having that gratefulness for them as well that they gave us these opportunities. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now and empowering other people around us and inspiring them as well. Exactly. We wouldn't. And I'm just super grateful for it. I have one more question. (laughs) Um, You lied. You said that (laughs) that one was the last question, but go ahead. (laughs) I was gearing you up. (laughs) Um, What are you most grateful for? You kind of said it earlier. This is one of my favorite quotes. Um, My blessings and blessings in disguise. Mm. And what I mean by blessings is all the amazing successes I've had. And what I mean by blessings in disguise is all the failures, fuck ups, and mistakes that I've had in my life. Um, by the way, I'm the most impatient person. I want everyone <laughs> to be mindful of that. But I say this all because you know how it's like, I want to just get there, right? Mm. I just want to be there. But at the same time, we all have a journey. And it's not a rat race. So I'm grateful for my journey because each step, regardless of how it was or painful it was, had to happen for me to be here and to serve. So that's what I'm most grateful for. Thank you, Elaine, for being on the show. And thank you for being another light in this world and empowering more women to to speak up and be their truth because we need so many more women like you and ourselves out there in this world. Of course, I want to share the stage. I can't, I don't want to stand here alone. <laughs> what a great interview with Elaine. Do check out her work because if you're thinking about setting up your own business or you're just not feeling as assertive within your career, have a chat with her because she can really help you to feel empowered and inspired to speak up and get the money that you deserve within the job that you want. Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Before I leave, I want to leave you with this quote. When women support each other, miracles happen. For more information about the show, visit www.girdshandle.com. Want to feel happier, healthier, energised and lit? I invite you to my VIP life coaching programme, where I've helped hundreds of women to quit self-sacrifice, reclaim their inner light, have joy and pure bliss in 60 days or less. If this resonates with you, I invite you to connect with me at www.girdshandle.com. And remember, stay happy, stay healthy, Stay lit. Lit.